Okay, so we are here with Jason. And so I want to know your story a little bit, Jason. What is your history with the outdoors? Did you grow up enjoying the outdoors with your family or were you just more of a city kid? Um, it's kind of a mix of both. Um, I really wasn't necessarily a city kid, but I wasn't necessarily a country kid either. I was kind of a little bit of both because um, my upbringing, um, I'd say for my first 10 years, um, was very colorful and different. We were kind of like gypsies. We just kind of moved <laughs> moved around everywhere and um, kind of wherever I was at was, you know, kind of like the new place to explore, um, you know, which I did. I did do a lot of exploring outside and, um, and stuff. I got to collect my thoughts. Oh, okay. Um, okay, so yeah, we did a lot of moving around a lot um, for the first 10 years uh, of my life. Um, very different, gypsy-like, um, moving from place to place, probably not in one place for more than, you know, six months or a year. Oh, wow. Yeah, pretty crazy. So a lot of different schools, learning how to make friends again and things like that. And... Um, there was uh, a point um, where me and, uh, well, my mother and my father, we were, they were together only for about four years. And then once they split off, my mom uh, moved us up to Eugene from California. And from that point um, is really in my memory where I started becoming uh, more into the outdoors. Um, she uh, actually got together with this gentleman who was a logger and uh, that was her boyfriend and he liked to go into the outdoors a lot so we started kind of doing more things outdoors and then of course Eugene um, was really close to a lot of um, natural areas and things so that's kind of was the start of um, my uh, exploration of the outdoors. Um, we used to go to the coast a lot and because um, his, uh, his family lived down at the coast and uh, at one point because um, he was a logger, his job kind of jumped around and moved to different places because he would have like a contract in a certain area and then um, he would move. Um, we did become homeless for actually three months. Oh, wow. um, and we actually lived out in the woods, um, basically camped for like three months while he was in the middle of uh, doing a contract in a certain area of the, of the forest. So. Um, Do you remember which forest you lived in? Um, I can't remember. It was it was a, one of the coastal forests oh, okay. outside between uh, somewhere between Eugene and probably Florence, okay. somewhere out there. I, wow. I was young. Yeah. I was probably only about you know six years old. Okay. So pretty young, but yeah, we we that whole homeless living in the woods camping thing. So, um, but that relationship between you know him and my mom he was actually an alcoholic and it got really physical and stuff with her and then um, physical with us as well and she was kind of scared for us as her kids and she didn't want to leave him mm -hmm. um, it was kind of one of those she was scared. but yeah because she was scared but she was wanting to get us away from that so mm -hmm. 
she ended up um, sending us to our dad's, uh, asking him if he would take us. And he lived in California, so we moved down to California at that time. And um, there in California really wasn't, um, this was like so Southern California, mm -hmm. so it was like city and stuff yeah. like that. So, you know, there's not like, a, and I'm a young kid, and they, my dad really wasn't too much into the outdoors. So it was kind of like, you know, that kind of all went away, that outdoorsy stuff. Mm -hmm. um, so we lived down there for, you know, probably a year and a half. And then after that, we moved up to a small Northern California town where his girlfriend's mom owned 18 acres of property outside town. And then that, when we did that in a little town called Alturas and, um, that is really when I found myself being really immersed into nature, mm -hmm. uh, being a young kid, um, being on basically 18 acres um, of land um, and being able to explore all around there. Plus it being out in the country and, you know, given the freedom to go do that, you know, pretty much whenever I wanted, I could just leave. I had lots mm -hmm. of freedom which is kind of weird thinking nowadays, you know, we're so scared, you know, letting our kids out to go roam around and, you know, at like seven or, and eight, nine years old, I'm like walking out, out my front door on my own, unattended by any parent to go hike and explore for miles wow. and do whatever I wanted, which I did. Yeah. So, which is really cool. I remember back then, and I mean, it's like Northern California, which is, you know, very similar to kind of like bend. Right, um, dry, warm, hot. Yeah, dry, warm, and hot, and you know, lots of sagebrush mm -hmm. and you know, rock and stuff like that. I remember going out on my own and hiking down in through these canyons, and I found um, like basically a coyote den. And I was <laughs> like above coyote dens, and I could see across, and you could see the coyotes just going in and out of their dens and stuff like that. Wow. And I'm out there by myself. <laughs> at like eight years old right. doing You're a small kid. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, it was, just, it was really kind of cool and interesting. And I, I remember I used to, uh, one thing that was really, um, I enjoyed doing is I would like go and, um, climb up trees, like big trees. I would climb up probably like 50, hundred feet up, wow. just like climb them. And then I would stop and I would look out around the whole area and just to check out and see, see what surroundings were out and around me. So that was pretty cool. And um, this, it sounds kind of funny, um, but how, you know, you hear, maybe you heard your parents say it's kind of like a, a funny thing where they said, yeah, you walked like two miles in the snow to get home and all that stuff. Yeah, uphill I, both ways. Yeah, <laughs> I actually literally did that. Right. Um, we, we lived, um, you know, we were outside of town. We were like 10 miles outside of town and we had to, get a bus ride to um, the school bus would come and pick us up but it was a two mile walk at least two mile walk oh, wow. to get to the bus stop because they didn't drive up the country road right. so <laughs> we would have to walk and uh, you know I think back I'm like why weren't our parents getting up and giving us a ride <laughs> but they made us walk so they totally did. <laughs> me and yeah, me and my brother, we would um, walk like two miles down to the bus stop every day and then the bus would pick us up. And then at the end of the day, we were like the last one on the route. So we'd be getting dropped off late 
in the day and then have to walk that two miles oh back up. And Northern California, where I lived, it was like snow. Yeah. I mean, you got like and it feet. Was probably dark at that time. Yeah, too. yeah. I mean, it was like starting to get dark, and then you're walking home oh in the snow, gosh. and then getting home late and stuff like that. So um, that was a, actually my reality, you know, <laughs> as a kid. So we lived out in the country for, you know, a couple years and then we ended up moving into town. And then, um, so I kind of lost some of that nature experience. Um, so, and then after that, um, my, uh, my grandmother, we used to go visit my grandmother in Oregon every summer and some, some stuff was going on with my dad. He ended up leaving his girlfriend that lived in that town and he took us back to California and then um, he, uh, he, uh, my grandmother contacted him and said, Hey, why don't you let me take the kids for, you know, till you get your, you know, yourself back together in wherever you're going to be at. And, uh, we ended up moving up with my grandmother, uh, for the summer and, um, ended up turning out to be for the rest of my upbringing. Oh, wow. Yeah. We ended up, um, uh, pretty much she basically raised us from that point on and my dad was kind of out of the picture and has never really been back in the picture since I was um, 10 years old wow. so and um, my grandmother she was at the point that she took us in um, she was about 50 years old mm -hmm. and she had already raised like five kids of her own Wow. so um, she was into the outdoors but she was a single mom right. and she was you know doing her own thing so she ended up getting me involved in because she wanted to keep me busy she would you know um, got me into Boy Scouts mm -hmm. so from that point um, I started getting into you know being in the outdoors through Boy Scouts and which inter introduced me to um, backpacking and um, horseback riding and um, being in nature in that way so that was a really positive experience and then um during the summer um my grandmother would uh take us and do nature type stuff she would take us um to the coast um you know take us up to washington to the, like the olympics you know over to st helens you know all kinds of like outdoor you know nature type things she would try to do that as like um summer retreat type mm -hmm. things so that kind of continued um you know my nature experience um, through my younger years um, I would say up until probably about like 13 and then at 13 you know I kind of became a teenager and then from that point I really kind of didn't do a lot of the hiking and the you know doing that stuff I kind of got into um, skiing mm, okay. um, and got into that as part of my outdoor experiences really got doing the skiing thing and then that transitioned into snowboarding and I did that for quite a few years and then um, did hiking and camping and stuff like that very I mean camping a lot more than hiking but did the uh, hiking along with the camping during those years but it was kind of like only like three times a year mm -hmm. that I'd probably do that type of stuff it was kind of more um, the mountain experience um, and then that pretty much carried through to, I would say, um, my mid thirties, um, 
a lot of camping. And then in my mid-30s, um, I really started hiking more. I got, went with a couple of friends. We went to the coast. We did a short backpacking trip from um, Cannon Beach to Seaside. Oh, cool. And um, that really set it off. Mm -hmm. um, again, the, um, the hiking and backpacking thing. And um, Was there something about that experience that like reinvigorated your love for that, De exploring and, and stuff like that? Definitely. Just, it kind of reignited my passion for being outdoors mm -hmm. and seeing all that nature stuff again that I kind of really been missing in, mm -hmm. in that way. It sounds like through your childhood, the outdoors kind of was the one constant because it sounds like you had kind of a turbulent childhood yeah. with all the moving and your parents and whatever and yeah. the outdoors was kind of like a constant that you could always like go back to and, and be in definitely when i was younger i kind of and even now i it's kind of uh, been kind of an escape mm -hmm. to get away clear my head you know kind of rejuvenate and get focused and you know to get back at things right. so that's really i've kind of used it as that kind of a just like a sanctuary to go out and and just clear my head so yeah. which I think a lot of people do yeah but yeah um so after that trip um that what really ignited my passion for you know hiking and backpacking and from that point I just really started getting into it um doing a lot more hiking um taking my daughter hiking with me getting her involved in it um and then did that for a couple years and then that led up to um, a section hike um, that I did and uh, the PCT, PCT yeah my first section hike and um, I did it with a couple of guys and then when I did that it it, it was mm -hmm. a game changer for me it was after that it was like I was just so hooked to backpack and just hike and I was basically started planning my next section hike from yeah. that point yeah. it was just like okay this is this is this what is what i want to do yeah it was this is what i want to do this is this is the thing that's been missing in my yeah. life and it's like okay more like the long distance yeah. yeah yeah so and from that point it was just okay starting to train i trained for like a year and a half and then um you know in between you know i'm hiking and stuff and doing all that stuff and then uh after about a year and a half after training getting in really good shape then I did um, I was trying to attempt to do the entire Oregon leg um, but only got about 175 miles into it um, before I kind of got an overuse injury in my ankle mm -hmm. so I had to kind of pull out but um, it was still a good experience and I did it specifically solo because I wanted to be able to meet people mm -hmm. on the trail I wanted to have that experience of me out there meeting people and having relationships with these people and with no one to worry about that I had to stay with mm -hmm. or, right. you know, catch up back and forth thing um, the way it was on my first trip where we were kind of waiting around for each other, you know, because we're all kind of separate and then come back and meet up where I could just do what I want when I wanted to do it yeah. and hang out with the people I wanted when I wanted to do that. So it was kind of a more of a freeing thing and I really enjoyed it. It was really nice. So, yeah, um, that was great. Um, I've since pretty much completed the entire Oregon leg. I've 
pretty much gone back and done all yeah. the little parts yeah. that I missed. <laughs> so That's what I'm trying to do now. <laughs> yeah, so it's nice. And then I've kind of added, I've got into more mountaineering stuff too. Um, snowshoeing, um, summiting mountains, and things like that. It's just, you just kind of keep extending out mm -hmm. different little things of um, exploring in nature and different avenues of that whole thing. Because um, you just want to see and okay. see more and experience more. Yeah, you do a lot of overlanding too, right? So that's another, yeah. Um, I guess, avenue to explore the outdoors yep. as well. Yeah, um, I've recently, over the past couple of years, got into overlanding. I sold my Subaru, I bought a Jeep, a couple of my buddies have Jeeps, and we're, their Jeeps are outfitted, mine's well on the Getting way to there. be there. Yeah, it's well on the way there, it's not quite to their level, but yeah, it's been a, a journey, and we're, we do a lot of the overlanding and camping and stuff, which is really, it's, it's an extension of kind of everything that I already do. It mm -hmm. just gives me more options, you know, being able to drive up to maybe more remote destinations because mm -hmm. I have more of a heavy-duty rig, setting up a base camp, um, doing hikes from that, that right. location. Right. And it's a different kind of exploring, I guess, yeah. Yeah, so it gives you the ability to, you know, go out and camp if that's all you want to do, or you can also throw in going to areas where you can do hiking too and then instead of you know be a situation where you have to keep going backpacking you can mm -hmm. actually come back to camp and have kind of more of a luxury experience right, right. actual food and yeah drinks yeah and whatever not you want to have <laughs> yeah so you can go out and have your day thing you exploring and getting to places where you know you can't take your car but then you can come back to the car and and uh you know, have a really nice camp to relax and hang yeah. out at, yeah. and then move on and go to the next place. How has your hiking journey changed throughout, like from the beginning, I guess? Um, well, it started out just hiking, and then it went to section hiking, and then now it's kind of just exploring. It's mm -hmm. like not, I'm not really set on any one specific thing. A lot of people will just get into like, this is what I do. I just do long distance section hiking. Right, right. And you know, that's kind of what I'm all about, you know, having the lightest pack and gear in the world. And it's, I'm kind of all encompassing everything. I'm not in one specific niche. There for a while, I kind of was leaning towards, you know, the long distance sectioning thing or anything in that level. But now I'm just kind of like, everything um so it's not just one specific thing anymore i like overlanding day hiking long distancing it's like snow what snow mountains, yeah right everything just that's what cool. whatever presents itself that's yeah. kind of you know what just i'm there for in the outdoors right exactly just immersing myself in the outdoors what are some lessons that you learned being in the outdoors or through being in the could be personal lessons or just you know general gear things or or both um i've learned that we have way more than we need <laughs> we definitely do not need all the things that we have to survive and to make it through our That's day a really good lesson i like that yeah yeah we have just way more stuff than we need 
so which makes you want to downsize things mm -hmm. um it has helped me personally build self-confidence mm -hmm. and um in this my, myself and what i'm capable of and learning you know things that i can do that i never thought that i could do yes it's yeah. definitely you know all those different things so okay. for sure what are currently, or what is currently one of your favorite things about being in the outdoors or going hiking or backpacking? Oh, God, that's such a hard question. <laughs> um, because there's so many different things. Right. There's hard to narrow it down to one thing. Um, Could be a multitude of things. Um, I think the one thing for me personally, it it's kind of a, it gives you... Um, a short escape to be able to get out and maybe work through something you got going on in your life, something that you need to think about or work through. It gives you that time to kind of get out there and that space to be able to work through that. Um, that's kind of one of my favorite things about it is just, and I typically, um, I do a lot of solo stuff. Um, and I try to incorporate people into my experiences, but I'm kind of a solo guy. I've kind of realized that I'm just, I, I really enjoy it. Yeah. I really enjoy being out there alone. Yeah. Um, I do like, you know, I take my dog, of course, but you know, I enjoy being out there alone, but I do like having people around from time to time. Yeah. So. <laughs> okay, and then I guess my last question that I ask everyone is what is a message you would like to share with listeners could be anything you know like an inspirational quote or something that has you know helped you in a specific way a place that you'd like to share or um, a tip about getting started in the outdoors or anything like that I would say um, that if you've been wanting to go into the outdoors if you've been wanting to go do anything in that capacity, go try it. Um, you know, on any level that you want to do, don't feel like you've got to go out and spend a bunch of money on gear to get started. Um, take what you have currently and go use it and just go see what that experience is like. And, you know, if you like it, great. You know, maybe you start investing a little bit of money into it. And, um, when you can um, just don't let that hold you back and you're gonna you're a lot you're more capable of what you know so just go try it there you go i love it well thank you so much for being on the podcast jason this you're, was a pleasure to have you here you're welcome thank you